Yes. Hey, good morning. This is Nikki there. Good to be here, guys. Uh, that was some kind of music in the background there. Uh, you would know. <laughs> it's a good thing that it's all virtual because we all start dancing and shaking in the background here. Managing a hybrid team is like hosting a party where half of your guests are virtual. You have to make sure everybody's having a great time. Just like right now, right? Even if some are dancing in your living room and some are dancing in their living room. That is what it's all about. Hey, good morning, everybody. Uh, this is Nikki Dare. Uh, glad to see you here. Glad to be here with you guys and glad to be back in the microphone. If you are one of us hybrid working, please do stand up. And yes, thanks for listening to another episode here on Leadership 365 with Nikki Dare. Glad you can join me where Wherever you are listening from, if you're driving right now, thank you so much and be careful, stay safe, of course, and hopefully you have your, uh, what do you call that, earbuds, earpods or whatever, okay? And then just stay alert and stay aware of your surrounding when you're listening. I really appreciate you, by the way, but just stay safe driving, okay? Sit back and relax. Uh, if you are listening at your office and your cubicles or even in your living room, home office and things like that, sit back and relax. Grab your favorite beverages, hot and cold, hot or cold, uh, for the next 30 minutes or so. I, you know, I, I promise I'm not going to be so too long, just like the last episode's uh, podcast that we brought in last week. But welcome. Welcome to Leading Through Change, the future of hybrid workplaces. We're, we're going to diving deep here into the heart of modern leadership in an era defined by transformation. I love that word, transformation. I don't know why it's, it's becoming so even profound now these days, right? We're all transforming. We're all, you know, growing, I hope, uh, in, a, in, a, in a lot of a lot of unique ways that we are uh, facing with a lot of great challenges uh, as of today, globally around the world. In a world where the lines between home and office a little bit blurry sometimes, right? And teams spread across continents. And then hopefully that you have a team globally here because that's what is, is asking for. As easily as across the modern or the tradition, I should say, tradition, uh, cubicles, right? How do leaders keep pace at all of these things? So the series is more than just a conversation and uh, is a guide to propelling forward to thriving amidst the challenges and opportunities of hybrid work models. It's exciting. I think it's going to be ever-trending for the next years ahead, and we all have to quickly adapt and uh, pivot. I hope that's what we're all doing here. First off, what the heck, what the heck are these hybrid uh, workplaces to call? Someone just asked me this, right? That's the reason why one of the things why I always try to make a podcast out of it. So it's old school. <laughs> We're all, I am at least old school. So hybrid teams uh, is, is really composed of employees, of, of team members, of volunteers, you know, whoever. It's a group of people who work in different settings. Some operate from a traditional office environment, like I said, right? The cubicles, the, you know, perhaps the closed doors too, like we used to have, <laughs> what we do have. Now, while others work remotely, from all of these uh, various locations, right, around the world. Like I said, I mean, you, you have to have these people, right, around the world. <laughs> now these days, it's part of the dynamics. Um, and then a lot of us uh, have that nature of work that requires this uh, sort of um, collaboration. The structure allows for flexibility. And it's catering to the diverse needs and preferences of all of the team members, uh, which can enhance work 
life balance. I love these words because it's almost, you know, it's, it's becoming more profound, especially after pandemics. All of this born out of pandemic, by the way, uh, that we have experienced in the last few years. Um, since then, everything has just pivoting and everything has just, you know, uh, changing quite rapidly. And we all have to adapt to all of these changes, right? That's why we're talking about this, which can enhance work-life balance and access to much broader talent pool. And I think in my last episodes, I covered that where the, the, the group dynamics, um, cross-cultural, uh, you know, team members, uh, we all as leaders have to be able to read and then to understand um, as well as, you know, it's a win-win. It's both ways, right? It's a dual uh, dialogue. It's not just a monologue where the teams wants to be also understood and valued. And then this is the importance of it that we talk about it right now. Hybrid teams rely on a combination of synchronous, or we call it real-time, or non-synchronous communication methods to collaborate rather effectively. Non-synchronous communication does not require team members to be present all the time, right? And that's why we're, we have this fancy, I call it fancy, luxurious uh, technology now, platforms where we all can see each other in video setting, Zoom, we call it. Remember, Zoom was born out of pandemic. And then God knows what else out there. I mean, uh, most of the social media platforms now are well connected with not just audio, but also video uh, capabilities. So it's, it's really time has just fast-paced now, you guys. I'm old school, like I said, right? So all of this, uh, to me, is almost like a luxury gadget, luxury features on all of the uh, what we have, these devices. So the model uh, is it really necessitates a robust digital infrastructure and a strong organizational culture that support that trust and clear communication and shared goals, vision to ensure Productivity still exists, and productivity is is always a key. Productivity is the you know the critical point here, and the team cohesion, the team connection, regardless of the physical location, I mean, wherever they are working from, right? And this is allowing for more flexibility in how and when work done is done, and then at the time at the end of the day, we all want get those. You know, I'll call it shit done, but she's done. <laughs> Things done. So join us as we unravel the, the secrets or whatever you want to call it here. It's no longer secrets. We're going to try to talk about this, right? Effective hybrid leadership. And that's what we're going to talk about. Uh, from fostering connectivity among dispersed team members to cultivating an inclusive culture that bridges the physical and digital divide that we are you know, experiencing in our world today. So with insights from industry pioneers, and I'm going to share some real-life examples organizations of this organization that are rewriting the rule book on work. Uh, there's tons of out there. I mean, everybody's deploying this, right, as you can imagine. But I'm going to pick a couple of them. Uh, this past podcast, this episode today, is, is really a compass of the uncharted territory of the hybrid workplace. I love that word, like uncharted territories. It's the roadmap. I'm the queen for saying the roadmap. Uh, the roadmap to sustainability, I coined that, by the way, back in 2020 during pandemic. And recently, I just talked about roadmap to resilience for a safe workplace. So I'm just going to coin that too. 
uncharted territory. <laughs> All right. So remember, leading a hybrid team is like being a parent to a bunch of teenagers. Okay, no pun about this. No, this is just a, this is just a quote. That's funny, funny quote. By the way, it's not even a joke, but it's a funny quote. I want to just share with you guys. Before I came into the studio, virtual studio, I want to just um, you know uh, come up with this really that I made up uh, really quickly here. But leading a hybrid team is like being a parent to a bunch of teenagers. You, you never know who's awake. You never know who's asleep. Or who's actually doing the work they promised to do. We often joke, but beneath this humor lies the challenge of synchronizing a diverse and dynamic team. All right, kudos on you guys that keeping the team together and also for the team doing their work like they promised to do. All right, guys, whether you are a seasoned leader or aspiring to be one, this leading through change offers the perspectives, uh, strategies, and inspiration. I hope that you need to navigate the complexities of today's work envir environment. There's no one size fits all solution. We, we, you know, we don't come up with some instruction manual instructions, but we do share our experiences. We do share our thoughts. We do share that's, uh, you know, what works solutions and things like that. Tune in as we explore how to not just survive, but thrive in the future of work, turning challenges into opportunities and change into success. Because at the end of the day, if you can lead a team that's both in their pajamas as well as in their suits, you can lead anyone, anywhere, at any time. All right, guys, this is Nikki Dare. Let's pause a little bit here with the music. Okay, first off, we're back. Okay, we're back. First off, what the heck are a hybrid workplaces? Uh, someone just asked me this. Uh, old school. <laughs> hybrid teams are composed of these uh, people, employees who work in different settings, as you already know. Uh, some operate from traditional office environment, you know, those cubicles and things like that, perhaps rooms, right? Private rooms that we have. While others work remotely from all different parts of the, you know, various locations, basically, right? Uh, we experienced this during a pandemic, quite a bit of it, extensively. Uh, now it's just a continuation of that. This structure allows um, very clearly for flexibility and also allowing to diverse, um, catering to diverse needs and preferences of the team members. Uh, really a lot of flexibility here, which can enhance, uh, it's a famous word that we had carried out since after pandemic, work-life balance and access to broader, broader. But let's get back on the, the podcast here again. And turn down a little bit of music here yes we're talking about hybrid workplace here first off what the heck are hybrid you know models hybrid workplaces here someone just asked me this um it came across my table here in my notes and um, all right 
I thought that was good. Yes, I, <laughs> I'm going to repeat that again. I think, <laughs> yes. Yeah, so text uh, because at the end of the day, if you can lead a team that's both in their pajamas or in their suits, you can lead anyone anywhere at any time. Boom. All right, welcome back, you guys, to Leadership 365. I'm your host, Nikki Dare. So glad that you all can join me again today. I'm so excited to see you all. Hope you're all at your best behaving today because it's almost the end of February. Can you believe it? It is February 2024. Can you believe two months have gone by? Last month, January. Oh, gosh. Some of you had to ask me this. How are you? How were you doing? Well, last month, January and early to mid part of February has been insanely busy for me. I hope for you too. Lots of air travel mileage for sure. Lots of Centurion <laughs> lounges at the airports. Um, lots of air travel mileage. Yes, 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 for sure. But I'm back on the saddle trying to keep up with myself. And that's what it's all about. Keeping up with yourself and challenge yourself to be the best version every single day. And few projects ahead, catching up for sure for me here. Good to be back on the microphone, guys, once again, February 2024. And before I forget, please, 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 a small PSA. If you haven't yet, I, I want to mention this starting 2024. I promised my team I'm going to mention about these two platforms that I'm going to sort of commit myself to, you know, to continue bringing values and providing, um, you know, great content, related content. Uh, regarding all of the things that we talk about here. Feel free to connect, follow me on my LinkedIn. Um, I just bowed, bow out from my Instagram. <laughs> it's distraction. <laughs> but yes, connect with me with Instagram once when I go back there. But LinkedIn for sure, linkedin.com forward slash IN forward slash Nikki Dare. I believe just Google my name on the Google and then you, you know, LinkedIn Nikki Dare basically and then I'll come up and pop up there. LinkedIn, if you're on my connection, by the way, there is a, my monthly Leadership 365 newsletter. I believe they call it Pulse. But go ahead and connect with me there. Uh, it is free to subscribe. Uh, there's a lot of um, great articles that I, you know, I have been publishing. Um, also, similarly, on Medium.com, Miss Nikidare, Ms. Nikidare. Uh, that is with uh, Medium, medium.com. Great platform, by the way. Uh, I provide some valuable resources regarding leadership, sustainability, uh, sustainable development, other valuable topic leadership development related, basically. And then you guys know also another topic that's very huge and close to my heart is the uh, disaster preparedness or safety survival, personal development, personal safety, uh, also risk management, you know, uh, in a corporate environment, in a workplace environment. So very easy to find me. Go ahead and type in Nikki Dare, guys. Uh, connect with me on those platforms that I just told you. That is uh, LinkedIn, LinkedIn 365 newsletter. If you are on LinkedIn, go ahead and subscribe for free. And there's also Leadership 365 group that we just uh, sort of launched last year. And um, we want to continue, uh, of course, providing daily leadership 365 because after all, it's 365 days, right? I'm planning to reconnect with my community on YouTube. Please follow me there too. All right, that's it for my PSA, guys. Hola, hola, buenos dias, buenas tardes, como tal vu, and selamat pagi, selamat siang, selamat sore, wherever you are in, uh, in this world, around the world. Welcome to my Leadership 365 Nikki Dare Sustainability, a podcast for those who aspire to be a sustainable leader. 
situational leader as well, designed to inspire growth and impact in this world so you can create your best year of 365 days ever. Good to be here in the presence of you and many of you around the world. Uh, today's topic is pretty much talk about hybrid leadership and strategies for leadership and, you know, future work, navigating the future work, strategies for hybrid leadership. So here's another, my original quote of thought. I, I just made this up, by the way, before I walked in here to uh, my virtual studio here in my microphone. Hybrid work, where I'm muting you, it doesn't mean you're being silenced, but rather it's just your turn to type. Haha. <laughs> right. Okay, guys. All right. Let's go dive in, get into this topic of discussion. Today's rapidly evolving workplace Leaders are confronted with the unique challenge of managing hybrid teams. Um, this is born out of the, uh, the COVID, the pandemic, the great pandemic as we're all experienced back in 2020. Uh, it was slowly becoming like, okay, now we're pivoting. Now we're evolving. Now we have to continue this workplace. You know, nobody comes to work. So what are we going to create? Virtual. The virtual world was, was, was the only solution at the time, right? You know, platform like Zoom came out big, huge, uh, overused, I think, <laughs> overused and abused, um, where some employees work remotely while others are present in the office, and then it comes slowly back to the office, right? Uh, it's still a, I don't want to call it an issue, but it's still something that we have to deal with, basically, right? when we do have a business to take care out there, <clears throat> excuse me, our physical office, that is. So this podcast explores the strategies that effective leaders are employing to navigate the future of work, ensuring productivity, engagement, communication, engagement, and cohesion within their teams. And I'm going to use that word over and over again because I think it's, a, it's, it's important in, in, in translating or in the output result for productivity productivity is the team cohesion, the engagement of the team that we cannot be, you know, feeling isolated for the individuals who work in these remote locations. So we'll examine how these strategies are being implemented in various sectors globally with insights from real life examples. Like I said earlier, I, I'm going to share a couple of uh, companies. There's tons already that I can present. But um, for the sake of the time and things like that, I think um, you know, a couple of this. All right, so moving moving on, effective communication techniques. Effective communication is pivotal, is critical in a hybrid work environment to ensure all team members, irrespective of their location, feel included and informed. Um, this is important that also the flow, you know, um, and having that culture uh, in your workplace with your team. For example, with my, you know, my, my, my way, my structure is to have, let's say, once a week, a weekly. You guys can have the frequency more than that, just once weekly, right? Uh, an open, an open discussion with everybody, with open discussion with, uh, including your management, including your, your, you know, your team members, your staff. Um, just an how how is it going by the end of the week or even at the beginning of the week in some of the the tasks the assignments that's going to you know to to be given to the respective individuals and i think the cohesion of the team um is very pivotal 
in a hybrid work environment because we want also everybody to feel not excluded but included and informed and that's important effective communication techniques so the exploration is next <clears throat> discuss the critical nature of clear consistent communication strategies uh, in, in in bridging the gap between remote and in-office staff uh, remote and in-office staff, emphasizing the importance of the regular check-ins, like I said, right? Regular check-ins, transparent communication channels. We all have those features, the intranet, uh, the internet, intranet, right? Within the internal as well. And the use of this technology to facilitate the open dialogue constantly. So uh, I think I think this is common sense, right? It's very logical. Common sense, yeah. we got to have to check in all the time. So here's the real-life example. Companies like GitLab, GIT Lab, and Basecamp, yeah, they, they, they excel in this asynchronous communication, ensuring a global team, all of their global teams stay aligned without needing simultaneous presence, enhancing productivity and their work-life balance, basically. So um, I'm going to stop there. I'm going to pause because I want to make sure that I cover all of these things first. Okay, Fostering a culture of inclusivity and innovation. I love the word innovation because I think as we move forward with what we're doing currently here to the future, because we, we are in the future already for the next futures, next phase of the future, right? Innovation, innovation, creating this inclusive culture in hybrid environment. Yes, poses challenges, but also offers opportunities to foster a more innovative workplace. Uh, it's so much to say in this area of, of what we're talking about right now. Um, the inclusive culture, it's everybody's hands, hands down, right? Everybody has to be involved and participating. Uh, it's a team effort, basically. Um, if we go back again, I, I don't want to go back to talk about, you know, repeating the, the last week's but. You all, if you have missed the last week's podcast, please do listen to it. There are two parts uh, about emotional intelligence and, you know, culture, um, enhancing this culture, uh, inclusive culture at the workplace. I think it's, it's, it's also uh, useful to listen to it. Exploration, detail the strategy um, for leaders to encourage a sense of belonging. You know, I, I, I really bold on this last week's podcast, <clears throat> excuse me, and support diversity within their teams, the sense of belonging that everybody feels the same way, everybody should be on the same page as well, such as creating virtual spaces for social interaction, collaboration that mimic the physical office environments, serendipity, I love that word, serendipity, yes, the physical office environment, serendipity, um, if you are on my LinkedIn, I posted just yesterday, or I think it was last night, actually. <laughs> I'm going to slip in this post about safe environment or safety environment. You know, what are the, uh, the 10, the ten uh, tips, basically, that I had presented? One of them is health and wellness. I think it's important as well uh, with all of us to be, you know, uh, offering those kind of programs, right? Um, the sense of belonging is important. You know, the sense of physical office, whether you're virtual as well, is important. I think all of this is in the mix. Okay, so I'm going to pause a little bit here because I want to do look at and listen a little bit 
um, on that uh, what we what we talked about or hold on a minute um, what we included what I included I'm sorry what I included on the uh, uh, last last night's post <laughs> I'm stumbling right now here because I'm looking at my LinkedIn <laughs> go to my LinkedIn guys right now take a time go to my LinkedIn yeah go to my LinkedIn and then look at my post there let's take a pause in the music here Yep, you can dance, you're loud. So I was grabbing my warm latte here. All right, guys, I'm back. Let's move on. Let's uh, turn this down a little bit here so you all can hear me a little bit clearer. We'll, we'll go back. It's a nice music, by the way. Give me a thumbs up if you enjoy the music background because it, it really is. It's nice to have that music and flow of the energy. After all, we're all about energy and you are energy, right? Passing it on to you, the energy here to there. All right, so let's move on. Real Life Example Salesforce Initiative in Creating Employee Resource Group showcases a commitment to diversity and inclusion, ensuring all of their employees, regardless of their work, feel valued and heard. This is very, very important all the time. So the use of technology, um, leveraging technology to maintaining the team cohesion also is critical. It's needed, it's essential in keeping these hybrid teams cohesive, ensuring equitable access to all the information resources. No hidden agenda. Gotta have to have a clear, open communication to everybody. Um, I've already done this, um, gone through all of this, but I'm going to just sort of breeze through here again, highlight how leaders can leverage it, um, digital tools, you know, we, we, we're going to talk about this, and platform to create a unified working environment, discussing the significance of choosing the right technology, complements team's work style, and enhancing that productivity. So, we're, you know, we're exploring this, and I've already mentioned it to you guys. And all right, another real life example: Siemens Digital Transformation supports flexible working arrangements, allowing employees to work in environments where they feel most productive, and demonstrating the power of technology in supporting a balanced and efficient workplace. I want to make sure that my microphone is on because last time it was off and I was talking away. And you, you cannot refund time, right? Um, mistakes you can, but not time. But Siemens Digital Transformation, um, I just want to point it out. They, they, uh, you know, it supports the flexible working arrangements. Uh, their employees was working in a, you know, working in an environment where they feel most productive. Um, I wrote something like this also, um, you know, Picking out selectively, basically, some of great examples also in my book, Kaizen. I'm going to talk to you later on at the end of this episode about Kaizen, just kind of highlight uh, the thing. But I want to move on to the next one here about adaptability. Before I forget, I want to cover that leadership adaptability in different sectors. How 
you know, adapting leadership strategies to suit the hybrid model varies across different sectors from corporate to public to community organizations. I think we're all in this together as a whole. It's part of all the whole ecosystems, right, in a, in a, in a business landscape. So corporate sector. The transition to hybrid models in large corporations requires leaders to rethink their approach to office space, right, and also their work schedules and how they engage with the employees, employee engagement, basically. So if I can share a name of this is Google, real life example. Google's flexible work schedules and the focus on employee well-being have set for that benchmark for productivity and productivity and really pleasantly in the corporate world, right? Google. Public sector, government, government, um, that was corporate sector, right? Google, I can, I can give you the example. Public sector, government entities and public sector organizations are navigating the shift towards more flexible work models, which introduce unique leadership challenges, especially in terms of policy and also security. And what I can give you is the U.S. federal government's move toward flexible work arrangements represents a significant shift in how public sector work is perceived and conducted, aiming for efficiency and employee satisfaction. That's all I can give you for, for, the, uh, <laughs> for the public sector. Okay. Um, communities. Now, communities, I love communities because I, you know, as a social entrepreneur, I, this is also part of my, uh, my life, basically, in the, in the last two, three decades now. Community organizations and nonprofits are also adapting hybrid models, especially after pandemic, you know. I mean, we, we try to decrease um, as much as we can all of the... Um, uh, what do you call this? All of the expenses and cost of overheads, um, especially in a nonprofit model. Also, adapting hybrid models, which affect volunteer management, service delivery, for for sure, absolutely, uh, is affected my nonprofit as well, very greatly. By the way, after you know, after pandemic, post pandemic, I think we all have in a nonprofit sectors more than um, we. We were, we were really uh, hit the most, I think, um, compared to other sectors like corporate and the other sectors. The Red Cross adaptation to hybrid setup during pandemic shows how flexible models can enhance volunteer engagement and operational efficiency in crisis situations. I think we were turning completely to virtual, we're uh, digital also transformation. We completely. Uh, you know, Zoom, of course, <laughs> use and abuse Zoom quite a bit. Um, how many Zoom invitations have you received during pandemic, especially during pandemic? Oh my gosh, 2020 was the Zoom world, I think. But um, the adaptation to hybrid setup, um, you know, it, 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 it gives us an eye-opening how flexible models can enhance this uh, volunteer uh, engagement. And uh, everything was online. Everything was, was done online and things like that, right? Okay, so to conclude all of this thing here, uh, you know, basically we learned that the importance of adaptive leadership in the era of hybrid work and by holding on close, embracing effective communication, fostering inclusivity and leveraging technology 
more than ever and adapting to sector specific challenges i mean I want to mention something too. AI wasn't a buzzword until just like recently in the last couple of years, uh, more so after pandemic. But before pandemic, it wasn't even um, it wasn't even brought up to the space, right? Although uh, many many had suggested that AI was born way back in 1950s, right? The 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 concept or the uh, yeah the concept of it, but. Embracing the effective communication, fostering inclusivity, leveraging technology, adapting to sector-specific challenges. Leaders can guide their teams through these complexities of the modern workplace, as we've seen through you know, these various quick examples here. The future of work requires a blend of innovation. Yes, innovation is always going to be there, going to be here with us all, always. Flexibility and strategic thinking to thrive in this new normal we call it new normal my last i think way back in 2020 we were doing i think we just launched our first initiative of roundtable uh global roundtable roadmap to sustainability uh, one of my interject you know the way i introduced and a welcome was you know what is going to be the new normal because we are experiencing sort of, um, you know, this challenging, uh, we're, going, we're going through, basically, we went through this, this disruption, basically, right? So we're looking for the new normal. What is the new normal? That was way back in 2020. Now we're in 2024, four years later. Um, we're, we are seeing, you know, we're going through uh, all of these, you know, uh, challenges and unprecedented challenges still going on around the world right now but it's just requiring a blend of innovation uh, strategic thinking quick thinking quick quick adaptation also like quickly to adapt and then start thinking it's like what is going to be you know to thrive in this new normal like i said so my final thoughts in conclusion, my final thoughts of all of this, the evolution towards hybrid teams represent a significant shift in the traditional work environment reflecting the changing dynamics of the global workforce. And uh, this model offers a unique blend of flexibility and structure that enabling organizations to cater to the diverse needs of their employees while maintaining productivity and fostering innovation. So the key to success in this new era, it truly lies in effective communication, the strategic use of technology. I mean, like myself, old school, we, we have no choice. We got to have to adapt. We got to have to learn to understand all of these things, right? If we want to keep up with ourselves. <laughs> and a strong organizational culture that emphasizes inclusivity and collaboration. Leadership within hybrid teams demands a proactive approach to managing diverse work styles and preferences. So by embra embracing non-synchronous communication and leveraging these digital tools that we are, have available for us here, leaders can ensure that all team members feel connected and all team members feel engaged regardless of their physical locations. So furthermore, adapting to the specific needs of different sectors and recognizing the unique challenges and opportunities they present is really crucial for effective hybrid team management. 
Talking about leaders, I want to include this quote, not that I just made it up, hope it chuckles you, and why not? <laughs> In this world of hybrid workplaces, the best leaders are like great DJs, seamlessly uh, mixing remote in uh, office beats into a chart-topping team performance. <laughs> I thought you might like that. You're welcome. All right, as we navigate the future of work, the adaptability, empathy, and innovative thinking of leaders will be paramount in shaping resilient and dynamic teams. Before I move on, let me just go ahead, take five seconds of another music. Okay, before I move on, let's just take another pause for five seconds here with the music background. Alright you guys, let's move on here to the next the next stop here as we navigate the future of work, the adaptability, empathy and innovative thinking of leaders will be paramount in shaping resilient resilient teams and dynamic teams. Hybrid teams not only represent a practical response to the changing work landscape, but they also offer a pathway to creating more inclusive flexible and productive workplaces. The success of these teams will ultimately depend on our ability to embrace change, so key in this, fostering that culture of trust and culture of respect for everyone and commit to continuous learning and continuous improvement. Talking about continuous improvement, those of you know me, well, I'm a huge fan, huge fan of continuous improvement. I'm a huge fan so that I even wrote a book about it, titled Kaizen, bringing it back from what we knew back in the days. Yes, those of you listening to this, you know what I mean by Kaizen, right? To how we can still apply this Japanese concept of continuous improvement to our modern business landscape, and yes, including personal development. Uh, this book, Kaizen, is truly, when I wrote it, 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 it it's, it's meant for a practical guide for both professional and personal growth. As simple as that. It is your practical guide to sustainable success in your personal and professional life. And this book, Kaizen, uh, provides in innovative approach to success and drawing that Japanese concept of Kaizen, which emphasizes continuous improvement and small incremental steps. You can just apply and deploy action of doing and taking action by applying small steps incrementally every day. Right. So grab a copy from Amazon. I promise it's a great, great, great read, by the way. And uh, it's not boring, even though it's, uh, my goodness, it is a huge book. Yes. Some of you said, oh my gosh, Nikki, it is a lot of books to read. It's a great, great read. I promise it's not going to be boring. It's very creatively written. Um, and then if you have written it halfway, please, or, or full, fully done, completed, please do uh, drop me your feedback on Amazon, write me a review, and hopefully that it is a positive one, 
and um, that hopefully has been helpful for you and your team in your organization and your business. Hope you do enjoy reading my book Kaizen as much as I have enjoyed writing it. Kaizen by Nikki Deer um, is not difficult to find. To find it is on online. You can Google my name. Uh, just put Kaizen. K A I Z E N. Kaizen. All right, guys. That's it for me today. I want to hear from you, of course. Uh, you know things that really excites you today, really that uh, one thing that you have learned recently or today that has had positive impact on your life, uh, just go ahead and give me, you know, give me a shout out on social media platforms and connect with me, follow me on LinkedIn at Nikki Dare. I'll share anything good that gets in sent in and I promise that, you know, you guys read. I do read all of my feedbacks, by the way. So you can you can test it, by the way. You can test it. Subscribe to my iHeart um, on all of these part- participating podcast platforms. That is iHeart, Spotify, what else? iTunes, uh, Podbean. My goodness, there's so many of them out there right now, guys. But just iHeart is the main one for me. Spotify as well. I think in Spotify, there are multiple f- profiles. Uh, but... Make no mistakes on those profiles. Choose the one that is updated to date. Because my last episode was this month, February 2024. There should, should be two. I try my best to do it weekly. Uh, you'll find me, you'll find all of my episodes there on iHeart. All right, guys, I'm regularly on LinkedIn. If you are there on LinkedIn, say hello to me. Don't be shy. A lot of, lot of great people, leaders, professionals that I have met since pandemic started 2020 that's where i came around on that community and build a community uh on linkedin it's a great platform by the way um and connect and continue to build meaningful community collectively together okay so i would love to see you there also check out some some of my published books on amazon on leadership safety survival very very close to my heart to that topic all right guys guys gotta go this is nikki dear a reminder please don't forget to subscribe once again, to my YouTube channel, and if you do listen in, in iHeartRadio or Spotify or anywhere participating platform, podcast platform, don't forget to subscribe to any of that uh, channel uh, and leave some comments and feedback. It's so important because your feedback is truly a gift for me. Just espero que vous allez bien. Espero que lo estés haciendo bien. Me alegro de verte y espero que esto haya sido agradable para ti. Yes, very much so. Good to see you here. Again, hope this was enjoyable for all of you. Sampai jumpa dan selalu selamat.